Hello, I'm Faye from Freelance Mum and earlier this year I had the privilege of going down to Windmill Hill City Farm and interviewing Dr Chris. Dr Chris is certainly a firm favourite on our screens and not least for all the fun and games he gets up to on Operation Ouch with his brother's aunt. Only this time he was wearing a slightly different hat. He was standing in front of literally truckloads of pink gloop, which in turn were used to represent the amount of cow pole we consume in a household. It was pretty, well, what should we say, eyebrow-raising stuff. Dr Chris explained a little more about what he was up to and his challenge to all parents. I used the cow pole sales figures to calculate an amount of cow pole that you see out there and then I asked everyone to guess how much cowpole was out there and how long it takes us as a nation, how long it takes Britain to buy that much cowpole. So I gave people the options of a year, a month, a week and a day. And what we found was that um, I think I'd say about a third of people got it right, but the answer was a day. And in one day we buy as a nation 5.2 tonnes on average of cowpole, which is roughly a million doses. And so assuming we're not all pouring it down the sink, that is probably what we're pouring down our children each day. That's what we think. And can I ask you, as a doctor, but now as a dad, how do you feel about giving cowpole to your little one? So I, uh, the first thing that passed my daughter's lips, she's now four months old, that wasn't milk, was cowpole. So she went for her vaccinations and the, my very good GP said to me, you know, you want some cowpole at home? So I went and bought some cowpole. And uh, sure enough, she was very high fever. She was really unhappy and crying we gave her five mils of cow pollen she immediately right as rain you know fell asleep really comfortable so i had a very positive experience the first time i used it so your message isn't don't give cow pole no. but give cow pole in the right occasion my my fear is this it's that cow pole is an effective medicine some of the time for some kids but we learn very quickly that it's effective and then we start giving it more and more and more. And I think it's the foot in the door of the medication and drug industry in our children's lives. And so my concern is not really that Calpol's bad for kids. It's safe, it works for intensive, it brings down fever and it often makes kids feel better. And most parents will see this. My concern is that we're teaching another generation of kids that medicines are a safe and effective way of solving life problems which I think we all know they aren't my experience as a doctor is that medicines have they're generally not particularly safe they don't always work very well for most people and for most people most of the sources of ill health in our lives are better dealt with through other means and means that will leave you feeling well joyful empowered happy Whereas medicines can't do any of that stuff in the way that a good diet, some decent exercise, some good friends, all those things will make you feel much better. I have to say, Chris, that I'm a big fan of cold water swimming, which I know that you really? advocate as well for people who may be feeling down or suffering with, you know, well, depression. Yeah. I just think I'm yeah. a huge... I mean, yeah. I'm a bit... It's a bit... There's a moment where I have to go, I, I sort of take off my doctor hat. I think cold water swimming is, is just such a wonderful and joyful thing to do. But here's my tip. If you're going to go cold water swimming, you start in the, in the autumn or the summer when the water isn't too cold and stay in for two minutes. Time it, because at two minutes, your skin cools down, it reaches the same temperature of the water and you start to feel comfortable. So you have to give it two minutes. But here's my question, Chris. Yep. So this is easy for me to prescribe myself mm-hmm. as a grown-up mm-hmm. and understanding that. But how do I prescribe an alternative to my five- and three-year-old who are feeling 
like they need cowpole. So I guess there there are two things there. If kids are saying to parents, I want cowpole, what I've learned in only four months of being a parent is that being a parent is a series of judgments and guilt and you feel like you're wrong the whole time about everything, at least I do. So I wouldn't want to say that anyone's sort of made a mistake, but I think if kids are demanding cowpole, you need to kind of rewind the clock back a bit. Kids shouldn't be demanding medicine. The relationship we should have with medicine is a kind of eyeball roll and a a sucking in of breath and a kind of, okay, I better take this because I need it. And that is the relationship we should try and foster in our kids. Um, If... If the kids aren't demanding it and the kids are unwell, then then it's up to you to make a judgment call. And either cowpole may help them feel a bit better, or sometimes a glass of water or a home remedy or some honey honey lemon or herbal tea or you know read a good book, have a nap. Anything your imagination will be far greater than mine at figuring these things out. So a woman in the audience said that she puts a sticking plaster on everything. So the child has a headache, they get a sticking plaster <laughs> on their head. So what what a nice way of doing things. No side effects and and. It, you know, you, it gives you the opportunity of hugging your child. A paediatrician I spoke to said kisses and cuddles should be the first stop for most of these problems. You've got a child, haven't you? Two, yeah. Two. Do they yep. ever have cowpole? Yes. Will you? Do you think you'll use a bit less cowpole now? Yes, I do think I use a bit less cowpole now. The go-to for cowpole in our house is for leg ache, right. growing pains. Right. So waking up screaming for growing mm. for cowpole and leg ache and we what we tend to do is we rub in a gel on the leg and mm-hmm. we give cowpole and then cuddles but i think i will see if i can move the cowpole part out of the equation and just go to the gel on the leg and what's the gel you put on it doesn't really matter it's just a cooling it's just, gel, it's like just, it's just a, yeah yeah, 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 yeah it's just a cooling okay. gel and then you know just rubbing that leg that sounds very smart so here's here's what i'd ask of you is if you would join my whatsapp group every time you don't use cowpole where you previously would have used cowpole so if you're often in like a bit of leg ache and you don't use it can you send me a text and go we had leg ache i didn't use it we got away with it or I didn't use it. It was a nightmare and I ended up using it a few minutes later. I promise I will. All Before right. we go, can I ask you one question? Yeah, of course. So you're a new dad. Obviously, mm. you've got lots of strings to your bow. You're a freelancer as well. How are you personally finding the juggling act between freelance life and being a father? I find it extremely hard. So I am working part-time as an academic doctor in the NHS, part-time making telly and part-time being a dad and I'm very very tired and quite stressed and guilty a lot of the time and I'm very lucky I have a very lovely wife who's a, a, a massive grafter and um, picks up the pieces from when I'm not there and we're pretty good so a paediatrician I, I, in fact the same paediatrician who advised about cowpole said the, the main thing you have to be wary of is I'll get home from an exhausting day at work she's had an exhausting day with the child she wants to unload and so do I and, and you just have to not end up screaming at each other. And that was, that was very good. So we've managed to not have any huge rows. But it's, it's, it's re- I don't think anyone finds it easy. I certainly don't. Well, Chris, thank you very much for the time That's today. Such a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Dr. Chris speaking to me there on Freelance Mum about his challenge to parents when it comes to using cowpole. And in particular, what resonated with me was the line that he was saying about how anything that leaves you feeling well, joyful, empowered and happy, and that quite simply medicine can't do that, and that it's good diet, decent exercise and good friends that really are the prescription to a good, healthy life. Well, we certainly feel that we get that here at Freelance Mum. And Dr. Chris, thank you very much for joining me. And if you'd like to get in touch with any suggestions for Freelance Mum or alternatives to you or your secrets to a well and happy life, then I'd love to hear from you.